Hello, this is episode 10 of this podcast. This is the case of Sally Ann Bowman, a young woman who was murdered at the age of 18 in London after a night out. Sally Ann Bowman was born on the 11th of September of 1987 in London. Sally Ann had three siblings. She had three older sisters, Nicole, Michelle and Danielle. She had a close relationship with her family, which also consisted of her mother, Linda, and her father, Paul. Linda and Paul were divorced, but were still both involved with all of their daughters' lives. Sally Ann was a popular teenager and was interested in entertaining people by singing or dancing. She would eventually go on to attend the Croydon-based Brit School of Performing Arts, whose past pupils included Amy Winehouse and Katie Mellowa. Sally Ann Bowman also really enjoyed taking part in karaoke sessions at her local pub. Many considered the teenager to be the complete package of talent and good looks. At the time of her death at the age of 18, she was working as a part-time model and a hairdresser, both jobs she appeared to enjoy. There could have been no way of knowing the tragedy that was about to happen. It was a completely random attack by a complete stranger. On the day of her murder, Sally Ann Bowman had been to work at the hairdressing salon all day. It had been very busy because it was a Saturday. The day was Saturday the 24th of September 2005. She would be dead by the early hours of Sunday the 25th of September. After work, Sally Ann spent time at her mum's house getting ready to go out for the evening. Her sister Nicole arrived to pick her up just after 6pm. Sally Ann said goodbye to her mother. This would end up being for the last time. She also told her mother that she loved her. Sally Ann had a on-off boyfriend at the time. His name is Lewis. He was also out having a good time with his friends that night. At 10pm on the evening of the 24th of September 2005, Sally Ann and her older sister Nicole were with a group of friends at Lloyd's Bar in Croydon. They stayed there until 1 o'clock in the morning on the 25th of September. After Sally Ann left the bar, she got a taxi to a friend's house. At some point she contacted her on-again, off-again boyfriend Lewis and asked for a lift home. Lewis agreed to collect her and then to take her home afterwards. Sally Ann met her boyfriend at 2.20 in the morning in Croydon Town Centre and he drove her to her house at Blenheim Crescent. According to information that came out later, Lewis and Sally Ann had got into an argument over both of their alleged infidelities. They were both very young at the time, so it is not that surprising that they had had issues. Lewis reported that Sally Ann got out of his car at four o'clock in the morning and that he then drove off. Moments later, Sally Ann was attacked by a stranger. He stabbed her in the neck and abdomen, and as she lay dying, he raped her. The man left her there on the ground just outside her house. He took some of her belongings with him. This included her handbag, her cardigan, some underwear, as well as her mobile phone. Sally Ann's body was discovered only a couple of hours later at about 6.30 in the morning by a neighbour of hers. Sally Ann Bowman was discovered in a pool of blood. Once the police started their murder investigation, it was inevitable that the 
last known person to see her alive, her boyfriend Lewis, would be viewed with some suspicion. The fact that he admitted that they had argued and that their relationship was not very stable must have raised red flags to the police. DNA had been collected, which would ultimately rule him out as a suspect. Sally Ann's parents and sisters, as well as her other members of family and friends were all devastated by her murder. She had so much to look forward to. She was only 18 years old and had already undertaken work as a model. A local model agency had recently booked Sally Ann as well. It is clear that she had a lot to live for. A local man who lived in Croydon was arrested on suspicion of murdering Sally Ann Bowman. His name is Mark Dixie and he was arrested on the 28th of June 2006 which is about 10 months after her murder. The reason Mark Dixie was arrested was because of a DNA match. He had been arrested a few weeks earlier after being involved in a fight and he had had a sample of DNA taken at the time by the police. Once the sample was analysed and then put through the system, a match came back to Sally Ann's murder. Mark Dixie at the time of his arrest was 35 years old. He was remanded in custody until his trial. Mark Dixie went on trial for the murder of Sally Ann Bowman at the Old Bailey in London on the 4th of February of 2008. Mark Dixie had admitted to police that he had had sex with Sally Ann Bowman after he had found her on the ground outside her home. But he denied murdering her and he claimed that he did not even know that she was dying when he came across her. However, luckily the jury did not believe that story and found him guilty of Sally Ann's murder by a unanimous verdict on the 22nd of February of 2008. They had only deliberated for about three hours before reaching their verdict. The judge sentenced him to life with a recommendation that he serves a minimum of 34 years, which means he will be 70 years old if given parole after that time. It transpired after the murder case had finished that Mark Dixie was already a convicted serial sex offender. Mark Dixie was born on the 24th of September of 1970 in Streatham, London. He worked as a chef in a local pub at the time of his arrest. He had three children also. Mark Dixie's criminal record begins in 1986. Between 1986 and 1990, he was charged and subsequently found guilty of many crimes, including robbery, burglary, assaulting a police officer, indecent assault and indecent exposure. Mark Dixie had moved to Australia in January of 1993 but was deported back to the UK in April of 1999 after he had been fined for indecent exposure. He would also live in Spain for a while from 2002 until 2003. He then returned to England and got a job as a chef in a pub. He was arrested in Crawley, West Sussex after getting into a fight while watching a football match in a pub. It was during this arrest that his DNA sample was taken and it proved to be a match in the still unsolved murder of Sally Ann Bowman that had taken place about 10 months earlier. At least Mark Dixie will spend many years in prison so he won't be able to attack or murder anyone else. He has been suspected of a number of sex attacks in other countries but as yet has not been charged with any crimes but that could all change. On the 11th of September of 2008 on what would have been Sally Ann Bowman's 21st birthday a memorial was held and balloons were released in memory of her by her family and her friends. (music) 
Many things could have happened differently on the night that Sally Ann was murdered, but ultimately there was only one person responsible for what had happened to her, and he is serving a life sentence in prison. Ideally, when people go out for the evening, they should try and stay together and, if possible, prearrange their transport home. But as we all know, we can start off with very good intentions, but especially when we are younger and have been drinking, it is easy to forget about any plans and just get carried away in the moment. Sometimes the person or people we are out with want to go and do something that we don't want to do, so we become separated from them or join another group of friends. Sally Ann had arranged lifts and had used taxis that night, but even though she had made it to her own front door, she still ended up getting murdered. Her boyfriend Lewis has said since her murder that he will regret not actually making sure she had gotten inside for the rest of his life. However, he was not to blame for what another person did. I do not think that he should blame himself when he obviously feels regrets about how they parted and what subsequently happened to Sally Ann. Unfortunately, there are too many people out there who only think of themselves and do not care about hurting anybody else. Mark Dixie had a reputation and a criminal record for being a violent man and for being someone that does not care about attacking women to get what he wants. If his DNA had not been taken after he had got into a fight in June 2006, who knows how many other people's lives he would have gone on to ruin. Sally Ann Bowman had a very close relationship with all of her family and she had many friends and she was a happy and successful young woman. She had a lot to look forward to. She was already working hard, which at the age of 18 is not always the case. She worked as a hairdresser part-time and she also had undertaken some modelling assignments. Who knows what else she would have gone on to do. It is so cruel for someone just to come along and take her future away and to cause such pain to not only Sally Ann at the time but also to everyone close to her. By the time Mark Dixie murdered Sally Ann Bowman, he already had 16 convictions to his name in the UK and at least one in Australia. One of his ex-girlfriends, the mother of his three children, said that she was surprised when he was arrested and that when they had been together, their sex life had been normal. On the night he had come across Sally Ann, Mark Dixie had taken drugs and had had a lot to drink. He said at his trial in 2008 that he had, quote, taken advantage of the situation, unquote, after he had come across her body. The judge, Gerald Gordon, said that what he had admitted to, quote, would be regarded as revolting almost beyond belief, unquote. Sally Ann's family had to sit through the whole trial and listen to some very disturbing evidence. It has been reported that Sally Ann's mother had left the court in tears during some of the testimony, which is hardly surprising. Ten years after he had murdered Sally Ann, Mark Dixie finally admitted to killing her. In 2015, he told police how the teenager had put up a fight, but that he had used a knife many times on her. During this confession, he also confessed to two further sex attacks. He said that in 1986, when he was only 16 years old, he had grabbed a woman and bundled her into her own car in Croydon and raped her. He also went on to confess to attacking a woman in 2002. He had molested her on a flight of stairs and beaten her with a knife sharpening instrument, causing many injuries to her. Sally Ann's family believe that he is only confessing to these crimes in the hope that he will one day get parole. This does seem likely and it is also a 
tactic that is often used by convicted killers. Mark Dixie, prior to Sally Ann's murder, had committed numerous crimes and only probably a fraction of them are actually known about. It is feasible that, like a lot of criminals, he was not caught for numerous crimes that he committed. He also was known to be a heavy drinker and to take drugs, and despite having three children, he, ha- he led a life that was unstable and often criminal. Sally Ann had so much to look forward to and a lot of people who really cared for her and miss her. Who knows what she could have achieved in life had she been given the chance. She was unfortunate enough to have been spotted by a completely selfish evil man whose only thought was for himself. But luckily he left DNA evidence at the scene which would ultimately be his undoing and which would help to send him to prison for many years if not life. In my opinion, he does not deserve to ever be released because he took the life of a young woman without feeling any remorse and he probably only confessed after many years, locked up in the hope that one day he will be released. He is clearly a danger to women and it is doubtful that they that he will ever change. I hope Mark Dixie does not ever get parole. I personally don't think he deserves it. I think he should die in prison or at the very least he should be very old when he comes out so that he's not a danger to anybody else but I personally think he should die in prison I don't think he should be given any opportunities to to be released at all after what he he's done he's been convicted of the crimes and he should serve the rest of his life in prison um if parole does seem to be a chance I I hope that the police have some evidence to charge him with other offenses that will keep him in prison for the rest of his life uh, and I hope that um, Sally Ann Bowman's family and friends can get some peace after knowing that at least the man that did this to their daughter and friend is actually where he should be and with any luck will never be released from prison again. Credits for this episode go to Wikipedia and the Crime and Investigation Co.uk website.